What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Perfect Ten Patreon Patriot Post Debate Mess Live Q&A with the President of the United States of America. How strong was, excuse me if I can just interrupt for a second. How great was that? Was that not the greatest thing you've ever seen? Sleepy well, Joe, he had no, well, he had no Pert, answer. Was- for, excuse me, hold on. And we did so strongly tonight. And if anybody out there in our Perfect Ten people is uh, one of the Proud Boys, uh, stand by, okay? That's code. You know, they asked me to condemn white supremacists. So what I'm saying is stand down for now and stand by. But Mr. President, what what I was saying, and I wanted to welcome everyone to the show, this post-debate Q&A with the president. I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog. Well, you know, and nobody really cares who you are. Excuse me. Did you see the debate? I I did see the debate and I wanted to get into every, it was a lot of action going on, Mr. President. A lot more action than you can do. I can tell you that. I can (laughs) tell you that. You couldn't have done that. Excuse me. You couldn't have done that much action. Well, it was... No, ex, ex, I'm talking right now, okay? I'm talking. You couldn't have done what I did to Sleepy Joe. He was totally destroyed, and it was a beautiful thing. And I think the American people now see uh, what a tremendous president they have and what a failure Joe Biden would be. Well, Mr. President, you you didn't talk about condemning white supremacists, and then you just said, Proud Boys, uh, stand by, stand down, like they were right outside. No, 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 uh, excuse, okay, excuse me if I can interrupt. Not in that order. I said stand down first, okay, and then stand by. You know, just because, you know, in a few weeks we might need them. So I'm not going to tell them not to, you know, attack people if the time comes where they have to attack people. Why couldn't you just condemn white supremacists? Why couldn't you just say, okay, um, I condemn white supremacists? I don't know why. Well, I can do it now. But In why, front, you know, we have, we have 10 people here, so we can do it now. That should count. But why wouldn't you do It's not do like it? the audience before was so much bigger. If I do it now, it counts just the same as in front of 40 million people. So it's, it's okay. We'll cond- I condemn... A lot of things. I condemn a lot of things. There's a lot of things that are, you know, I condemn buildings, by the way. When we build up new strong buildings, you'd have to condemn certain properties. So I can, I've condemned a lot of things in many, many ways. How do, how do you think it went tonight? I think, I think I did what I needed to do. I showed that I was a powerful leader. I yelled at Joe Biden. I didn't let him speak. And... At the end, I said that basically I won't accept the results because it's a total fraud. So I think we accomplished everything we needed to accomplish tonight. So just correct me if I'm wrong. If you probably, you win- excuse me, you're pro- I'm, correct, you're, I'm telling you right now you're probably wrong. Okay. Now, what I want to know is that if you win the election and people say you win, no problem. It's Not legit. It's, no, it's, of course, it's, it's totally legit because nope, we, already not corrupt. Know, right. we already know we have the strongest economy and I'm the greatest president really maybe ever. So it only makes sense that I would win. Now let's say you don't win the election. It's corrupt and there are problems with the way the election was done. 
Yes. If you saw Michael Jordan lose in basketball to sleepy Joe Biden, wouldn't you say there was some problem with the game? I think you would. And I'm the Michael Jordan of politics, except I'm not a black. So, you know, even sort of better. And, and I don't mean that in a racial way. Okay. So don't sort of make this a race thing. Uh, I think that you would see that there's a total problem if Joe Biden beats me in an election because it can't happen. Okay. And I think Do I you- proved that tonight. I think I showed, excuse me, I think I showed very strongly, excuse me, I think I showed very strong, excuse me, I showed very strongly tonight that I am capable and he's not. But it, when it came to the interrupting tonight, no, no, there was no interrupt. Excuse me, there was no interrupting. There was. What? I was making. Str- excuse me, I was making strong points, and Sleepy Joe wasn't. And you can't let somebody sort of lie and say stupid things. So it wasn't interrupting. It was sort of setting things correct. But when you, when each of you were no, talking, no, okay, had- hold on. Hold, hey, no, I'm still talking. When did you just when- breathe? Excuse me, did you just breathe? Don't, I, I, excuse I me, stop. You're breathing very heavy. Stop it. It's rude. Okay. No, I did. I did a, tonight's debate. Nobody ever saw a debate performance like this. All the news, CNN, okay? Dana Bash just called it a shit show. She used those <laughs> words. And that's when CNN is so upset. I know that I've done, I think, the greatest job in the history of debate. But when it came to the interrupting and you agreed to not interrupt in the two minutes that each of you get and you kept interrupting in the two minutes why did you agree to it if you weren't going to follow it what's going to happen to me for not following the rules how have they not figured out by now i'm surprised they didn't mute the mic if i'm not allowed to speak a stupid debate doesn't mute the mic a smart debate would mute the mic if i'm not allowed to speak mute the mic but Chris Wallace is sort of stupid and low energy. He didn't mute the mics. They should have done that. So if they don't mute the mics, I'm going to talk because what's going to happen? Is Chris Wallace going to put me in Fox News jail? No, he's not. He's not going to do anything. He's going to sit there looking like a sort of sad nerd. I'm going to yell. And, that's, and then Sleepy Joe doesn't get to say anything. And I, they are so weak. You know, this is why I was elected because there are so many weak people throughout our system and I take advantage of them. I actually, and I'm going to use a strong word here. I've been accused of a lot of things with women that are totally false, but tonight I completely raped this debate. Wait, you want to use the word uh, rape uh, for, for how you treated the debate this evening. So basically against its will. I, exa- do- I have nothing but respect for attractive women, okay? Right. Other women, not so much. But attractive women, I have total respect, total gentlemen. But this debate I treated so roughly. I, I dominated this debate like I was a pirate. There was just no pillaging. I would have pill- If there was more time in the debate, I would have added pillaging. <laughs> so I only had time for, for, the, for the debate rape. You would have tied up the moderator if you had time? And stolen Chris Wallace's wallet. I would, have, I, would have, I would have stolen all the Democrats' wallets. <laughs> Wallace and wallets. How about that? Bars. And that's I like what, that. That's what, hashtag bars. Don't interrupt me again. Excuse me. It's rude. Sorry. And I would have dominated. 
even stronger, but we, we didn't have time to do the pillage, so we did the other part. But it was total domination. Now, Mr. President, do you think the cheap shots are necessary during the debate or just trying to throw off Biden and just call him names and saying he's well, doing this? Well, I don't this. know a guy wearing an ugly sweatshirt who needs a shave. I don't know if there's cheap shots needed. What, what, I don't understand the cheap shots you're talking about. Uh, this is, I don't really feel like I need to shave, but this, I guess the sweatshirt is a little cheap, but <laughs> Mr. President, I, I don't That's think the, point, the, the cheap shots are necessary when you are, yeah, don't you want to get your points across and let the American people hear you instead of just, you basically disrupted the debate tonight. I basically heckled and that's you, sort of you, my you debate did. strategy is to show up and disrupt the American people, not pick me as their president, to disrupt. They want a disruptor in chief. And now I just go and do that everywhere. I'm basically what happens if a Karen has a, has a, a dick and muscles. I'm like a Karen on high levels of testosterone and steroids okay i am you're a karen with a cock i am i am so strong i'm like a karen with three k's <laughs> that's how powerful i am i am a triple k karen i am the kkk karen we might have to make this episode public i didn't realize how strong i would be on this perfect 10 episode Triple K, Karen. Good for you, Mr. President. And I might demand that you make an audiogram of this. I might demand extra tech products because that might be one of the funniest things that has ever been said. And if people at the during the chat, if we can poll the people and just get them to say if we have their permission to release this to you know not just the Patreon patriots, but even the Mapiggers with the hard R. Um, it, well, it's, it's the people's decision. Um, this is not yours in this case, even though you, you I, might excuse make decisions. Excuse me. I left yeah. it up. I said we're going to let the people, not you. You're, you're barely a person, but we're going to let our Jesus. great people decide, our great Patreon patriot. Perfect 10, by the way. Perfect right. 10. Now, Mr. President, there was one um, insult that you threw at Joe Biden that really just tickled me tonight, and that was, I know suburbs much better than you. That was one of my favorite lines because you're a city boy, which I don't understand. How do you know suburbs better than Biden? Do you just say that to just want to piss him off or do you really no, think? I know, I, know, I know the suburbs better than Joe Biden uh, because, you know, they like The Apprentice. They watch The Apprentice in the suburbs. Uh, so they know me. Scranton, Pennsylvania is not a real suburb because it's not even a real city. Okay. It's a made-up place on The Office. Remember The Office? This was yes. the show. <laughs> yes. It's a made-up place. Scranton is a ma It's not even a real city. It's a. It's on the TV. You you don't think it's real? No, it's where the paper company, in the office. You remember the That's office? That's where Dunder Mifflin. That's where Dunder Mifflin is. Who? Well, the paper company. That's what the paper company is called. Oh, it had a name. Yeah. Oh, well, I only watched like 150 episodes on Netflix, so I didn't, you know, you don't, that's, you, you didn't know, pick I called up it on the, that. The, I called it the paper place, so. 
Um, There's one more thing I wanted to talk to you about before we get questions from our perfect 10, because I'm sure they have a lot of questions tonight from this debate because um, my, my, my head is still spinning from that debate. But the main thing uh, Joe Biden brought up about shooting bleach. And then you said, I said it sarcastically. Now you said this at a press conference and it was with your speech. Now, how was the American people supposed to pick it up that the shooting bleach part was sarcastic since you didn't say it differently? Only a total idiot. Only somebody so stupid and with sort of a brain that's totally malfunctioning. Only somebody who never read any books or went to class and is probably in the beginning stages of dementia would say something so crazy. Uh, It was total sarcasm. If people don't get my great, you know, I have one of those very dry wits Mm -hmm. from New York. You know, New Yorkers, we sometimes have a very dry wit. So it was totally sarcastic. And people should have known that. Just because I was doing it at a press conference while dealing with a pandemic, surrounded by reporters and doctors. And scientists. Well, I'm counting them as part of the doctors. Okay. It makes the joke even more funny. (laughs) Because it's such... It's totally not a joke scenario. That's why it's so... You remember Borat? Remember him? Yes. You, you compare he shows yourself. Up to, he shows up. He shows, well, I'm funnier. But he shows up to places and does these totally crazy things. But he, but he acts very serious while he's doing them. And I think I'm sort of... You know, Borat, I should have a son. If I had another son, I'd name him Borat. I kind of, you know. <laughs> so you were doing a, a Borat impression at your press conference, but you didn't want to tell anyone? <laughs> it's called performance art. Okay, it's called performance art. I understand. What do you have to say to the people who did um, shoot bleach into their veins? What do you have to say about about those people? I say they need to mute. Whoever is that needs to mute. Uh, I got him. I muted him, Mr. President. Who was that? I want to know who that was. Um, Scott Swalls. Unbelievable, Scott. Unbelievable. (laughs) Who are these people? Anyway, what was the question before? You, I, there's, there's, excuse me. There's nothing I hate more than being interrupted. I think it's the <laughs> rudest thing somebody can do. I would never do that. So let's try to pre- do as the president does and don't interrupt. Okay. I think what it's was the, your question. <laughs> excuse me. What was your question? My question was that um, when you, what do you have to say to the people who did not think you were sarcastic and actually shot bleach into their arms? Oh, well, you know what? Rest in peace. You're probably not here anymore. So, you know, good riddance. Get a sense of humor. Get a sense of humor. Okay, that's perfect. Um, now, we, we have some questions. Mr. President, this was the presidential uh, debate tonight. A lot of action. A lot of interrupting. Uh, we're going to take our first question from uh, Rachel Armstrong. Uh, she can open up the floor. Hello, Mr. President, sir. Hello, and I think I remember. I think you've been here for previous Perfect Ten, so we we like that. We like sort of solid supporters. Yes, I am certainly a, a huge supporter of yours. Um, 
So my question tonight comes from uh, a question that Joe Biden, a, a statement that he gave to you. He was asking about your, um, he quoted you saying that the military were losers and suckers. Um, I don't know if you recall that, uh, but he asked, he talked about his son, Bo. Hey, I have a child here. <laughs> See, the child is laughing, so the child gets my presidential <laughs> sense of humor. Do you see? So, laughing so hard. I, I respect that totally. Uh, he talked about his son, Bo Biden, and his service. And you uh, turned it around and turned it into a discussion about Hunter Biden, as we knew you would uh, interject at some point. So can you now actually respond to the losers and suckers statement? Well, I would never say that. I would never say that I've gone on the record on this podcast and I've gone on the record other places. It would take a horrible human being, one of the, an animal, an animal wouldn't say something like that, mainly because animals can't talk unless they're in sort of a Disney movie. Then they might do it if they were like a Disney movie animal. But I'm telling you, I would never say that. Other than the times that I called John McCain a loser and in private, a piece of shit that I'm glad is dead. Other than that, I would never speak poorly of our great troops and our veterans. I love our veterans. I love our veterans, even the ones, you know, who don't vote Republican, even though I think those are sort of weaker. Like when our troops don't vote Republican, I think they're sort of, I would say a lesser class. I wouldn't say losers, but I'd say they're not as strong as uh, Republican troops. Same with veterans. And do you see that? Do you see that? I started talking about non-Republican veterans and the baby started crying. That's a patriotic baby. I talked about Democrats. I muted the baby, the Mr. President. I'm sorry. That, well, that's free speech, tech stuff guy. You're hearing a baby cry because he hates Democrats and you mute it. You mute it. You're like Google censoring conservative baby voices. I respect the baby much more than our loser troops. So I would never say that. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Um, we're going to go to the OG over here, uh, Tom Fitzgerald. Thank you, the Mr. President, President was, sir. It's the, it's the uh, I think we should make it a executive order, official president <laughs> of the Perfect Ten Q&As. Yes, well, Mr. Fitzgerald. There's never been a greater honor in my life. I'm just curious, sir, in, you know, in your debate prep tonight, did you, did you schedule some, maybe some private father time with Ivanka or, or do you just keep a fluffer on the retainer for the campaign? Thank you. That's a good question. But you know what, like a prize fighter, you know, they say women will make the knees weak. I can't see Ivanka within three days of a debate. I got to save all my juice. But the good thing is I had Chris Christie doing debate prep. And he's got C cups. So it was almost like I was with a busty woman. So I sort of got the best of both worlds. I didn't see the beautiful Ivanka, so I stayed focused and sharp. But Chris Christie, you know, not to completion, but I did titty fuck him uh, in the middle of our debate prep, just to sort of get a complete, you know, sort of a complete experience. And we did strong debate prep and ate McDonald's and it was so I thank Chris Christie, the great former governor of New Jersey, uh, a good friend, by the way. So that was, uh, that's how we debate prep. But no, Ivanka, it's tough, but I keep Ivanka. Now, now the debate's over. 
and we don't have a debate for two weeks. Okay, it's big gay Mike Pence next week. So Ivanka and I will be, you know, up tonight catching up, if you know what I mean. It's a, it's a power move on Chris Christie right there, Mr. President, let me tell you. He's a, pat- he's a patriot. <laughs> uh, do we have any other questions from our uh, Patreon patriots here? Um, Professor Tanter, uh, you may ask the president a question. Oh, great. Probably a liberal professor. Uh, just uh, okay. unmute. There you go. Oh, Mr. President, sir, it's great to uh, be able to talk with you. Um, I noticed that um, during the debate, I think it was twice, uh, that Biden man um, told you to shut up. And I noticed that you didn't shut up, but I kind of wondered why that was. Thank you. Because I don't listen, and I would think feminists would like this. If a man tells me to shut up, I don't accept that, okay? I want to be heard. I will be heard. And I don't like when men tell people to shut up, okay? I think they call that patriarchy. And I am totally against patriarchy when it's Joe Biden doing the patriarching. Okay, totally against Biden patriarching. It's totally wrong and it's nasty and I have great support from suburban women. So we're not gonna listen to that. And if he tells me to shut up again, I'm probably gonna walk over there and hit him with my very large hands. Mr. President, we have a a question from Rudley Jean with the hater. Um, And Rudley, Disappeared, Mr. President. Oh, there's chat questions. Oh, here he is. No, he, Rudley is here. He is here. Hello, uh, Mr. President. Uh, I've been uh, following you for a while. Just a quick question. You mentioned uh, in one of your videos on YouTube, you mentioned Auntie Tifa, and you mentioned her again tonight. Uh, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you tell you why didn't you disavow, you know, the white supremacists with greater strength than you usually would other things? I did. I told proud boys, you know, that's the thing. Proud boys. What's wrong with being proud? I think pride is a nice thing. And people act like that's some sort of disaster. They're proud. They're boys. I think it's important that we support them, but I told them to stand down. Okay. And I think that was a strong step. Now I told them to stand by as well, because I want them ready in case I lose. But no, I, I, I condemn all sorts of groups, okay? Many people I condemn of all, uh, you know, there's white people in Antifa. Even Antifa's, the leader is an angry black woman. Uh, There are many white people in Antifa. So I condemn them. They're just not very supreme. We wouldn't call them supremacists because they look like they're sort of, a lot of them look like they're homeless. So it's their fault they're not supreme. But no, I, support, I, I condemn many things that are violent, mostly uh, left-wing, who does most of the violence, in my opinion. Well, thank you, Rudley, for the question. Do we have uh, any other questions for the president tonight? He's a very busy man. I saw in the chat. Oh, there we go. I saw, oh, we have we have a, we're going to go with Zoe and then we're going to go with uh, M. McGrath next. So Zoe, the floor is yours. 
Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I don't know if you can sir. see, sir, sir, I'm sorry. If you That's can okay. see, um, sitting next to me, I have the great Jeff Epstein. He was watching the debates with me this evening. Um, at any point during the debate, did you draw from <laughs> any strength from your relationship with Mr. Epstein or? It's so tough. Uh, it's, you know, it's been over a year and yet it's still, it's like it was yesterday. It was like it was yesterday when we lost the great Jeff Epstein. And I think of him all the time. I think of him all the time. Like when, when Sleepy Joe, uh, you know, was getting, trying to debate me. And I thought, what would Jeff Epstein do to someone who was resisting him? <laughs> and he would just ignore them. He would use his strength and his wealth and his power and his assistance, and he would take what he wants from them. And that's why I so strongly took over the debate. That's why I took, I dominated the debate with such strength. I wasn't gonna let anybody tell me, I wasn't taking no for an answer. And I see, you know, I see Jeff waving to me and it's, you know, Jeff, I used to, I used to remember, the, remember Beaches? Remember there was a movie called Beaches many years yeah. ago? And there was a song from that called Wind Beneath My Wings. And I always think of that song when I think of Jeff Epstein. I think he was just sort of the inspiration to me. And it was just, it, 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 he was, he was so powerful. And yes, I gained strength from him every day. I have a, I have a cock ring that says, what would Jeff Epstein do? <laughs> and it's the I way never I never knew live. that, Mr. President. It's, it's the way I live my life. It's the way I live my life. So it's, you know, uh, I'm glad that Jeff could be there watching with you in skeletal spirit. <laughs> and it's, uh, I, that's where I get my strength from, you know? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, for Mr. President. Mr. President, I never knew that he gave you a parting gift like that. That's the first time it's come up. No, he didn't give that. To, I mean, I got it out of a tribute to him. Okay. Like when he died, when he died, totally not by a Bill Barr arranged murder, but by total suicide, I went uh, to Tiffany's, which is across the street from Trump Tower, and I said, I need a platinum cock ring with WWJED. And, you know, I, I wear that <laughs> almost every time I make love. And it's, it's a powerful reminder of, you know, of just what. So it's, I see that you're up, you sound upset as well. And I can see I'm that, so that emotional right now, Mr. that memory President. has touched you the way it touched me. So I think we need to, you know, we had such a great debate night tonight. I think we should move on to the next question. Yes. A few more questions. Uh, M. McGrath has a question for you. Thank you very much, Mr. President. I have a strong and powerful tattoo that says never watch Memento. Do you or the Vice President have any tattoos you can tell us about? Uh, I don't have any tattoos. As you know, I don't drink, so I don't really do anything like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a very straight-laced person. And, uh, but Mike, uh, excuse me, not Mike. Uh, yes, Mike, my Vice President, Mike Pence. He does have a tattoo. It's a, 
it's on his lower back, but it's a crucifix. It's, you know, like he's a very strong Christian. But the bottom of the, of the cross is like an arrow. So it's pointing to his very Christian asshole. So it's a real, just, and I think that's his way of saying, this isn't for you, this is for Jesus. This is for the Holy Spirit. This is, this is for great Holy Spirit and great faith only. It's almost like a warning sign. If someone were to take him to unchristian places, it's like a warning, like, whatever you do, don't go near this holy hole. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Excellent question. I don't know how we're going to keep this episode private. I have to be honest. There's, there's nights when you have it, tech stuff guy. There's nights when you have it. And this is one of those. <laughs> you got you warmed know, up from the debate, Mr. President. You were warmed up I, from the debate. Sleepy Joe's lucky that this wasn't a three-hour debate because <laughs> I think I would have murdered him, both literally and, and not literally. Uh, <laughs> A few more questions. Uh, going back to uh, the president of the Perfect Tens, uh, Tom Fitzgerald. Thank you. Uh, Mr. President, sir, while you know, we're thinking about Jeffrey Epstein, if elected to a second term, will you finally make the Pope man up and make Jeff Epstein a saint? Thank you, sir. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think this, saint, this Pope, maybe the old Pope, he was tough. This is sort of a new Antifa, like AOC type pope, okay? He's, he's a Green New Deal, Ilhan Omar type pope. So I don't know if he's the one, but Jeff Epstein, if anybody was talented enough and sort of, even though he was Jewish, and as you know, uh, he was our number one on the Rosh Hashanah bonus episode. He was the number one Jew of all time. We, he was currently... Uh, number one, uh, I just think he's bigger than sainthood. You know, that's sort of, I think he's, what he accomplished in his life. There were no saints that were worth $500 million. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of the saints were poor. They were sort of poor people. Whereas Jeff Epstein had great wealth. So, no, I, I don't think he'll be a saint, but I think he's, you know, I think he's, he did much more than just saint level level work so great guy he is always missed uh we're gonna go uh back to to rudley jean uh mine is a bit of a two-parter one for uh mr president sir and one for a tech stuff guy uh mr president you mentioned tiffany and they got me thinking um oh. i'm a you know <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, uh, one of your children. Okay, let's just make this hypothetical. If, let's say, this Tiffany person who you do not know was, <laughs> was your daughter, and I wanted to uh, court her, which you mentioned in one of your previous podcasts, as an African-American, would you allow me to date your daughter? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I love African-American people. Out of of all people, they are in my top 10 of people I like, of groups of people I like. And I don't, and Tiffany is, honestly, I, ex, I sort of expect her to date an African-American because she's 
a little bit. She's sort of on the chunky side. Well, let's put it this way. Law school was not kind to her. Okay. And, uh, and she sort of looks like kind of a chubby Miley Cyrus, who I think also likes to, you know, taste all the flavors when it comes to sex, if you know what I mean. Not afraid of chocolate, not afraid of all sorts of things. So I think I give you my blessing to, uh, to date Tiffany because honestly, I don't even care about her. So I feel like that's, you know, if she wants to date an African-American, you know, what do I care? Uh, thank you, sir. And uh, for a text of God, uh, question, why do you guys have such a high turnover weight with the president? I see he's making new jobs, but you guys like get switched every single week. But you all sound the same. Why is that? It's it's tough, and uh, Mr. President has technology uh, software. It doesn't matter what tech stuff guy comes in uh, for post, uh, it comes out the same exact voice. So that's the way Mr. President likes it, and that's the way we have to do it over here. Thank you. We keep it strongly consistent. If there's anything you know from my administration, it's that we keep it totally consistent. Uh, Mr. President, you have time for one more question? Absolutely. Do we have one more question? I don't think we have another question. Uh, let's see here. I think we nope. did. I think we did very strong podcasting. Today, it was so. extremely strong, Mr. President. I cried three times. By so the way, Sleepy Joe is. By the way, Sleepy Joe, his wife is reading him a bedtime story right now while he drinks a warm <laughs> glass of milk. While I'm out here dropping bars on a powerful podcast well mr president i know at the beginning you 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 said you wanted to maybe release this i think it's up to the perfect um 10 do you want them to vote how would you like this to be done oh, i don't we know we do have we have a que two things we have a question and what i would say out of respect to our group is that i wouldn't release this till friday so that there's like a nice buffer where they get to savor all the genius things that I said on this podcast. Um, as long as they're in grants, I, I don't know how um, we can find out about this. Uh, we can do a vote. Um, we can uh, have people thumbs up. Oh, we got a lot of thumbs up. And what I uh, Jeff Epstein, and that's all I need to see. Jeff Epstein's <laughs> skeleton just said, yes. Uh, what I would say is next month we're going to have three more debate episodes, including I'm wondering if big gay Mike Pence should do a post debate episode next week. A lot of nods. They all want to see. I've, I've never spent time with, with uh, Mr. Pence. Well, I'll tell you, he might be wearing a wife beater and a ball gag by the time he gets on <laughs> late at night. So if that's what the, if the people are excited about that, I think we can let Mike Pence do a debate as well, but we're going to have three post debate shows and we promise not to give those to the, the non-Perfect 10 people. But if it's okay later this week, we'd like to share this one because uh, Trump sure calling the weekend. Himself, when I called myself When I called myself the Triple K Karen, I think that was one of the all-time strongest <laughs> podcast moments in the history of uh, audio, I think. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Oh, uh, shit. Mr. President. Thank you so much. What a busy day today, ripping it up in the debate tonight. 
not interrupting, taking your turn, answering total respect. It's powerful Joe Biden who doesn't, who doesn't respect our great our great democracy. Exactly, so respectful. And uh, for all our our perfect ten Patreon patriots, thank you so much for joining us. And we're gonna do, uh, like Mr. President said, three more. Uh, coming up for Wait, this election and maybe some more the, bonus real quick real quick i don't want to yes. since we have such great people uh does the president have an update on what happened with his former campaign manager and the police uh i don't know who you're talking about people were talking about brad part uh part partnell i don't even know who that is so no no idea uh <laughs> And then, Mr. President, what about cocaine use in your family? Ivanka doesn't do cocaine. I don't do cocaine. Everybody else doesn't really matter. So they may do cocaine. I don't care. As long as Ivanka's nostrils stay off the booger sugar, I am a happy father slash interested party. (laughs) Mr. President... Thank you so much for spending this evening with us after the debate. And uh, for all the Perfect Ten Patreon patriots, thank you so much for joining us. We love you guys, and uh, we will see you uh, for the next bonus episode. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciate you all coming. Thanks for making uh, another fun late night, but fun episode for sure. So thank you. And also, selfish note. Tomorrow, I am dropping a video on Twitter and YouTube, the Trump Kings of Comedy, me as Trump, Pence, Bill Barr, uh, Mitch McConnell, and Don Jr. doing a Netflix comedy special. So please watch that. Please share it with everybody you know. I do have to branch out eventually from Trump. (laughs) I have a lot more in my repertoire, but this would be a nice thing to start showing people that I'm not just uh, a fat orange Hitler impersonator. So thank you for joining us. You guys, uh, your support is uh, very meaningful, very helpful, and makes this a lot more fun. So thank you, and God help us all.